Hello! Welcome. This is Heckin' Gay, a podcast about BYU students that are very gay. Yes. I'm Abby. I'm Adi Nui. And I'm Kate. Yes. We have Kate on as our wondrous guest today. If you're not in the know, Kate is amazing and just recently was on a panel about LGBTQ slash SSA students at BYU. Kate, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? All right. So I'm Kate. I am a senior at BYU. I am a psychology major and I am super gay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, me too, but... (laughs) Um... I work at Home Depot, so that's super at gay. At Home Depot? Yeah. I do paint, so I just play with colors, and I, like, get paid to finger paint sometimes. So. Oh, really? What do you mean by finger painting? So, like, when we test the colors, like, I dip my fingers in, and oh. then, like, I paint, like, a little line or whatever. Like, I don't make pretty pictures or anything. Dang. It's still really fun. It's like my <laughs> inner three-year-old, because I never finger painted as a kid. That's so right. cute. Wait, you didn't? I don't think so. Oh. No. I mean, I do have to say finger painting is like a little bit of a, it kind of feels gross to me, you know? Oh. I mean, just like dipping your paint, your fingers in paint and it's like all oily and you're just like painting Use all over water the place. Based. I mean, I guess you're right, but. I mean, that's like what all <laughs> finger paints are. They wouldn't let like kids have an oil-based paint. I just don't like finger painting because it's messy. Okay, so if you were to describe yourself using three words, which three words would you say? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> is this where I make myself look good? Sure. Yeah, whatever you want. Or relatable or quirky or whatever. Um, I would say compassionate, intelligent, and awkward. <laughs> nice. I like I like that one. That's that's a good combination. Yeah, that's yeah. a good three. Anything else that we need to know about you, Kate? Favorite color? Lime green. Favorite TV show? I don't like TV. What? <laughs> yeah. This is the one that trips us up. Uh, favorite <laughs> favorite Pitch Perfect movie? I don't like Pitch Perfect. Oh, God. Um, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Let's go, go back to how you don't like that. TV. Give me, give me your top however many reasons. Like, I'm not mortally, personally offended. I mean, maybe, but I'm not. But like, give me your reasons why you don't like TV. Um, if I want to watch something, I prefer a movie. Okay. Um, I feel like some TV shows, like the episodes are like all the same and it just bores me and I feel like it's a waste of time. And I can see that. Yeah. I just don't have a lot of time as a college student and I don't have money to waste on Netflix. So. Okay. So if you're not a TV person, top movies movie Ooh, my favorite movie of all time is uh-huh. monsters inc oh really mm-hmm. interesting Cute. why is that if you don't mind me asking i just feel like it's a really great story and i love the characters uh-huh. and the creativity and it's just like classic pixar okay can i talk about some things that i like so i don't seem like super boring? yes <laughs> <laughs> no kate we don't no. want you to talk about things that you like we uh, just want to rag on things that you don't like I'm just kidding. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Please tell us things you like. <laughs> so I like music. Uh-huh. I'm a huge T-Swift fan. T-Swift. Yes. Okay. I like going salsa dancing. Salsa dancing. Fun. 
I like taking naps. Oh, reblog. Reblog that so hard. <laughs> oh, I think, am I wrong? Reblog. Re, uh, re, reblog, retweet. Are you a mom? A mommy blogger? <laughs> I am on Tumblr 24-7, okay? So, I mean, like, I'm on Tumblr more than I'm on Twitter, so reblog makes sense. And I like snuggling with my cats. Cats. Multiple cats. Are they your cats? Like, do they live with you currently, or are they, like, at your family's house? Yeah, they're at my parents' place. This actually opens up a good question that I actually don't know about Abby. I'm pretty sure Abby doesn't know about me. Abby, are you a cat or a dog person? I like to think that I am both, if I can be both. Yes. Okay, thank you. But if you had to choose one. Um... (laughs) If I had to choose one, I would probably choose to have a dog mm-hmm. rather than a cat. Okay. Because I like kittens more than I like full-grown cats. I mean, so for myself, if you had asked me this question literally three days ago, I would have said dogs. But then I hung out with one of my really good friends, and he has a dog that's like half my size and would not stop bothering me. <laughs> And, like, kept climbing all over me and, like, jumped over my head. Like, I was sitting on the couch, and I'm pretty sure he jumped over my head, like, six times or something. So, uh, I'm kind of leaning towards a cat this time mm. <laughs> right now. Understandable. Yes. Yeah. So, Kate, are you a... I'm, a, are you, I'm assuming you're a cat person. Definitely. Nice. How precious. Yeah. Yeah, that's Super so lesbian, nice. right? Super <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Is that a stereotype? Sorry. I don't know. Like, Wait, like cats and lesbians? Yeah. Yeah. It is really? like a huge stereotype. I didn't huh. know this. I'd, well, yeah. like maybe, but like... I was not in the know. Okay, so Kate, tell us a little bit about um, like coming out to yourself and or your family. Just kind of like what that mm-hmm. experience was like. So just like a quick sum of your story. Okay. Well, when I was 14, I first heard the song I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. Well, I just heard a few lines because obviously that was a wicked song. And so, like, I changed the channel whenever it came on on the radio. But I was just kind of like, hmm, kissing girls must be nice. Like, guys are so lucky because they get to kiss girls and not other guys. And I totally thought I was straight. So and lucky. then I had, like, a little nag at the back of my mind for, like, the next seven years. Like, maybe you don't like guys maybe you like girls i was just like nah like you know i'm just super righteous that's why i'm not crushing on guys i'm not focused like i can totally wait until 16 to date and i ended up i guess like picking guys to have crushes on like oh that senior guy i never ever have to talk to you yeah he's cute like sure i'll have a crush on him and um then i read like a few queer books that like were at the library and i'm just like i totally feel for this lesbian couple like everything just makes so much more sense than like a straight couple i was like hey it just must be good writing or something like whatever (laughs) oh my gosh and i always like felt like i didn't want to look gay for some reason so like i would Mm -hmm. never wear flannel or anything i'd be like i have to like look super straight because i don't even want people to think i'm gay because like i'm not Mm -hmm. but i just can't have people thinking that (laughs) and then when i was 22 I like really started thinking like oh my gosh I might be gay and so I'd like take quizzes late at night like on BuzzFeed like you know like after like you know which pasta is your personality it would be like how gay are you and it'd be like oh you're hecka gay and I'd be like oh well this quiz is not valid I'd take a bunch of quizzes like that and I'd always be like oh you're gay and I'd be like oh well guess what it's not valid and I look up all the stereotypes and be like well you know, like, stereotypes aren't always true. 
And then I realized that, like, I fell for one of my mission companions. And so, mm-hmm. like, that was super awkward. And then I was like, oh, shoot, guess what? I'm gay. And I emailed my sister on her mission. I was like, so maybe, like, kind of, like, I'm just, like, a little bit possibly sort of gay. <laughs> she was like, oh, that's so cool. I love you. Because, you know, like, she's a missionary. But, like, right. also she's a really good person. And then I came out to my parents right after finals week two years ago. Wow. We were sitting at the table eating spaghetti, and they were talking about sprinklers, and I just got this pounding in my chest. I was like, oh, my gosh, Mm -hmm. because we were leaving for Disneyland the next day, and I was like, well, I might as well come out now because we'll be forced to spend time together at Disneyland, and, like, maybe they won't hate me. Mm -hmm. Like, I was really worried, but I was like, they won't kick me out of the house because I don't have short hair, and I've been, like, (laughs) basically a straight-A student. I was like, so I won't get kicked out even though I'm gay. Mm -hmm. Like, that was, like, actually my thought, like – Phew, I won't get kicked out even if they, like, still don't like me. And so I told them, I was like, hey, guys, so, like, kind of, like, I'm gay. And, um, yeah, I didn't get kicked out, so I thought it was a super big success. My mom was, like, crying, and she's like, oh, like, I can't believe it. Like, I wish you would have told us earlier. Like, oh, like, I love you so much. And then my dad, he just kind of stood there in silence, and he wouldn't talk about it for, like, 18 months. But, oh, wow. Yeah, it was really rough. But now we're all good, and it's great. Wow. And, um, yeah, that's – oh, and then once I came out as gay, I was like, well, I'm gay, so I'm going to start wearing flannels and, like, <laughs> I'll work at Home Depot. And I was like <laughs> – I was like, I'm not trying to fit the stereotypes, but, like, I do. But it's just happening. So, no, it just happened. And I just, like, felt so much better about myself because I'm not trying to not look gay. Right. Yeah. And so, like, I just didn't care and just, you know, wish I had that confidence in high school, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely relate with that. With, like, fear, with, like, fear of parents and, like, the coming out story, but also the whole... Like, not trying to be a stereotype, but it just kind of happening anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I love shopping. <laughs> and, like, that's, that's like, You can biggest. go shopping for me, then. Oh, please, can we? <laughs> I love shopping. Except Help me I, find something cute. Like, I, super fast. Yes. Like, super we, fast? We can go to H&M, and then like I'll probably, I'll probably oh. pull the first thing that I see off of the, the shelf, because I don't know how to shop for women. But I know how to shop for men. Mm. Yes. Obviously. I thought you were, like... Like, I need something super fast because I have something fun and exciting to go to. And so, Otter, you need to go shopping for me fast. No. But it's just that, like, the I don't actual quantity of time needs to be fast. Yes. Just, like, get me out of that mall fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just walk in and just be like, this, 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 go. <laughs> also, we, I neglected to have you share your gender identity and your sexual orientation if you would tell us pronouns and labels and etc yes so i identify as a lesbian my pronouns are she her hers okay i also go by gay okay nice cool thank you everyone's everyone is gay everyone's a little gay everyone's a little gay but some people are a little more gay Mm mm-hmm it's like Animal like Farm. Sometimes they all animals it. are equal. Some are just more equaler than others. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. On that note, <laughs> let's play Two Truths and a Lie. Yes. Two Truths and a Lie. So one of us will read our three things, mm-hmm. and then the other two of us are going to have to guess which one is the lie. Otter. Me first? Yes. Okay. My three, and these are all French themed, hmm. is... That I'm a French citizen, 
that my grandfather went to French prison once. <laughs> just just one time. Just one time. <laughs> That's not so bad. Yeah. And <laughs> that I was born in Tahiti. I'm going to guess that you... Ooh. If we want to go over it, citizenship, prison, and born. Wait, how does Tahiti have to do with France? Oh, Tahiti is part of... Yeah, French Polynesia. So it's part of France. Okay. So your grandpa went to, pri- to French prison multiple times, is my guess. So, so that one is a lie about prison. So you think the prison one is a lie? Yeah. Okay, Abby thinks it's prison. I'm kind of feeling Tahiti. That I was born in Tahiti? Yes. Okay. Which is it? What and the answer is that I was born in Tahiti. Yeah. <gasps> yes. I was not, in fact, born in Tahiti. I was born in Salt Lake. Oh. Um, I I, I feel, oh, I knew that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm pretty oh, sure well. I told you this before. Oh, well. um, <laughs> just... <laughs> but uh, I, uh, yeah, no, I was born in Salt Lake. Um, yeah, my grandpa went to French prison. Are people who are born in Tahiti, do they have French citizenship? Because so it's French So actually, Polynesia? France, from as far as I like know, not... back in like the 70s, they got rid of that that law that says that you become a french citizen mm. by being born on french land unlike the united states where you oh, you are a french you are you are a united states citizen if you're born here you have to have a parent who's a french a french citizen oh. in order to become a french citizen so because my mom is from tahiti and her mom was french i'm also french hmm. citizen cool dual citizen wow Wait, so why did your grandpa go to jail Honestly, I have no idea why. No. <laughs> um, okay. Like, I have ideas, but, like, it's whatever. I don't know too much about my mom. Like, I know a lot about my mom's side of the family, but, like, not a whole ton. It kind of caps at, like, why people go to prison. Like, you yeah. don't know any more than... Pretty much. Just that they go to prison. Yeah. That's an understandable cap of familial knowledge. Yeah. Okay. 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 At- I was going to say, Abby, (laughs) save the best for last. (laughs) Okay, okay, you're right. We'll save Kate for last. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, Hold on. I wrote these down, and I need to make sure that I (laughs) say the right thing when I say this. Okay. I only eat Skippy peanut butter. As opposed to, like... Other foods? Other peanut butters. Or other... Okay, like Jif Mm -hmm. or... Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Or like the Whole Foods one where you can like mm-hmm. grind it yourself. Yep. Yep. Okay. But I only eat Skippy peanut butter. Only Skippy. My favorite. I've never been outside of North America. Okay. And I still can't do a cartwheel. So peanut butter, North America, cartwheels. I feel like maybe she just learned how to do a cartwheel. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, she's just lying about it. <laughs> I am going to say the North America one. Because you seem like the type of person who has done traveling. Mm. Yeah. Like, to Europe. <laughs> I feel like maybe she went to, like, South America for, like, a exactly. second or like something. A, like, Brazil or, like, something like that. <laughs> 
so okay, i'll go with that one too okay so <laughs> you're you're wrong oh um i hate all peanut butters except for <laughs> jiff peanut butter or the whole foods grinding oh you like the, the whole gr- food ground the one, one or whatever yeah yourself. it's so good <laughs> it's so good <sighs> no i've never been outside of north america i've been to mexico and hawaii but that isn't. Um, those are North America. They're North America. Hawaii is outside of the continental it's, United States. Yeah, but States. did I say continental so, United States? Yeah, you said North America. I said North America, mm-hmm. but Hawaii but not is on not a its own continent. We're not on a continent, though. We're in the middle of the it ocean. It still counts. It still counts. I don't think it counts. It counts though. as part of North America. It does because it's. Yeah. What about like the Caribbean? What continent is that? I wouldn't even say that it's on a continent. If it's an island, because, like, I, I feel like the only reason why we would label it, oh, this is causing discourse. On- <laughs> I'm going to look it up. <laughs> this is causing discourse on our podcast. Um, I can't see, I can't, I don't see what that says. North America. I don't. Sorry, we're having uh, independent. I'm right. I'm right. You're right. It has been She's looked right. up and I am right. I d- Thank you, Google. False. Ha. I anyway. am going to live in denial. No. I'm right. I'll, and I know it is true. I cannot do a cartwheel. I have never been able to do a cartwheel. I almost said that one because it was so like, it was so like, I'm not right. That it was out. Wait, I'm right. What? Never mind. You I'm just not had it right. Confirmed by, uh, by a third party that I am right. It's what? <laughs> Oceania. Yeah, it's part of Oceania. Wait. What Wait, the hell is like, Oceania? Australia. Well, it, <laughs> I mean. Okay, fine. Otter's right. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Okay, Kate, you're next. Kate, it's your turn. Best for last. Okay. So I have made the front page of the Trib, the Salt Lake Tribune. Mm-hmm. Mm. I learned how to pick locks on my mission. <laughs> and I accidentally watched an R-rated movie for Family Night growing up. Okay, picking locks on your mission, definitely true. I feel like because of the panel, the first one is also true. Mm. Maybe the it's the I maybe it's the third one, and it's that they watched it for family night on purpose. Yeah, like a um, like a. It's like we all of, need to watch the Schindler's List and cry about the Holocaust type of thing. <laughs> something my family would do. I don't know why we're <laughs> laughing, but like, <laughs> um, oh, this is a hard one. I, I stand with the third. I agree that the family night already did. Maybe it was an NC-17 movie. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, man. Ooh. That'd be what a kind really of bad mistake. <laughs> um, so it was the Tribune. And then what was the second one? Uh, learn how to pick locks in my mission. I hmm, So I haven't served a mission, but... I feel like that's like within ra- like within the realm of like mission experiences. But I'm going to say that it's that one. Second one. I final the answer. Third one. Otter's correct. <gasps> ah, I learned yes. how to pick locks before the mission, but I picked the most locks <laughs> on the mission. <laughs> oh, wait. So and the movie was the black and white version of Psycho. Checked it out of the library. Thought it was like PG because, you know, oh. it's like from the 60s. And mm-hmm. so we put it in and we start watching it. 
and we watch it as a family and at the very end it shows like the mpa screen says this film was rated r and so then my mom was like what the heck did you pick for family night i was like (laughs) i thought it was pg now because it was like you know 60 years old yeah so that's how we accidentally (laughs) watched an r-rated film that i picked for family so you guys watched the entire movie yeah and then you got to the end, and then it was just like, mm-hmm. oh, surprise, we're a rated R movie. <laughs> so, like, wink, wink. I did a little research after, and so, like, it was rated R, like, back then in the 60s. Right. But um, I think it's for, like, a slightly scandalous scene at, like, the start of the movie, not actually, like, you know, the murder. Right. Because you don't really even see that. Um, right. But, like, nowadays, it would have, like, a PG reading. Hmm. Oh, a PG rating. Mm-hmm. Release PG thirteen. Like I just don't ever trust the rating system because like yeah, sometimes, like I think it's a conspiracy. A conspiracy, probably. I have okay. nothing to back I, it up. I, I, I hear just more. think it's a conspiracy. Like GBF, how it was rated R. Oh yeah, yeah, G- yeah that's wild. That it shouldn't have been rated R. Like absolutely not. Like because what what was it even rated R for? Like maybe language. But also, like, I've seen PG-13 movies that have, like, worse language than that movie. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Otter. Yes. What's new in your life? What's new? Mm-hmm. Um, so, on Saturday, I went with my friend Zach to uh, the Color Festival mm-hmm. in Spanish Fork at the Hare Krishna Temple. And it was Very cool. so much fun oh my god like actually it like it was just like going and hanging out with like 400 of your best friends Wow! (laughs) because like everybody's like throwing colors at you and like giving you hugs and like everyone's just partying i got like a ton of selfies with (laughs) random people that i don't know Funny. Yeah, like they like I would be taking a selfie and then they'd come up behind me and see them and be like, hey, yeah. But um funny experience, we were getting some food at some of the food trucks, and it's like all of like I think it was all like either vegetarian or vegan food. And um I had like this really long like skewer that just had like a potato that was like spiraled on it and then fried. Oh. And I was just like eating it and then someone like and Zach was taking a picture of me. And someone yells out, Hey, where'd you get that that potato from? The potato on the stick, where'd you get it from? And I just like point, I'm just like, Hey man, get it over there. He's like, Oh yeah Well, it was it was like three girls and they're like, Oh yeah, like where'd you like how does it taste? And I was like, Do you do you guys want some? Here, oh. just ha- just have some and I was just like, Yeah. Just go for it. Wow. They were very they're very How appreciative. Nice. And I'm pretty sure like two of them want to go buy some. Anyway, so uh split on a stick. I did some uh interesting commercial commercial uh advertising for you, so this was not sponsored. This was not sponsored. <laughs> Kate, have you ever been to the color festival? Yeah. Yes, I went my first oh. time last year. Oh, fun. it was super fun. I got like a huge pair of goggles so I wouldn't get anything in my eyes. That's a good idea. Yeah, I've never I, been. I it didn't, didn't work. I didn't come prepared at all. <laughs> I uh, came with a white t-shirt and shorts on. Mm. And that was it. And then I bought, after the first like five minutes there, I was like, oh yeah, no, I definitely need a handkerchief. So I bought a handkerchief and then my eyes like dried out like five times. But it was just, you know, whatever. Mm. 
out. But also, time flies when you're having fun. This like, is true. It was amazing. True. So much fun. Kate, what's new in your life? Yeah. Well, so here's a fun story. So I have <laughs> a car. It's a 1990 Toyota Camry. Wow. Pretty sure it's haunted. I named her Bertha. And she's been falling apart for years. (laughs) She used to belong to my grandma. Mm -hmm. And so a few weeks back when it was snowing, both the windshield wipers broke. So obviously that's not good. Especially when it's snowing. Yeah. mm -hmm. So that was kind of scary. And then one day I had to go grocery shopping to Walmart. So I'm driving home Mm -hmm. and it is just pouring rain. Like fortunately it wasn't snow, but it was like pouring rain. And like you can't drive in the rain without your windshield wiper. But also I had like class in an hour, so I couldn't just like park. Mm -hmm. So what I ended up doing is I rolled down the window. I had the detached wiper in my hand. And every time I stopped, I'd reach my hand out of the window and just (laughs) manually scrape (laughs) the windshield. Oh my gosh. That is how I made it home safely and then because my sister is out of study abroad in south korea Mm -hmm. i ended up borrowing her car instead of buying new windshield wipers oh so now (laughs) i have access to a working car with windshield wipers so we're good thank goodness yeah actually though it's like so funny because we just don't grow to appreciate the 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 small things Mm -hmm. and then they're not there anymore and then it's huge inconvenience to everyone and everything true <laughs> okay so abby um what's new? new in my life mm-hmm. um it was my birthday right. just a couple days ago what did you do like i meant to ask but... um i okay so um on my birthday i took two naps uh-huh. which is incredible that's yeah because that's really, that's really i never take naps just mm-hmm. in general because i don't have time um, and usually I feel sad after I take naps because I'm groggy. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I took two naps and um, just like laid really low. And that was pretty much it. Okay. For the day of my birth. Oh, I went to lunch with my parents and went shopping with my parents. I forgot about that. And then I went to dinner and a movie the next night with some friends. Uh-huh. So that was good. So, yeah, it was my birthday. And then another life update is that I keep getting friend requests from people on Facebook that I don't know. <laughs> like, it's not like one of those bots that are just, like, friending no, people. No, they like, are real people. They're real people. I have mutual friends with them, but they don't know me. And it makes me wildly uncomfortable. You're just popular. So, if, no. I want to know you. That's, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. If you don't know me, don't send me a friend request. You can... Follow me on other social media platforms, but not Facebook. For some reason, I need to know you. No, I understand that, yeah. Yeah, completely. So, if I have deleted a friend request from you because I don't know you, don't feel sad. Just (laughs) meet me in real life, and then I'll accept your friend request. There you go. Yeah. Is that like an invitation to stalk you? Like, I've got to go meet Abby. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Please don't. (laughs) luckily no one knows where i live (laughs) anyway okay so today on the podcast yes we have a couple of things that we need to talk about with kate one is about celebrity crushes yes another is about the forum that kate was just on so celebrity crushes we love 
celebrities we, we love all celebrities they're just like us they <laughs> they're just like us stars just like us <laughs> i love famous. those pages in Except people magazine and they have bodyguards and they're yeah. rich and are given clothes and accessories for free i've for seen a couple of things like that where like someone puts a picture on twitter and they're just like oh my god x and x like i love this jacket you're wearing or like these pants and then they're like oh dm me your dress i'll send it to you and it's like what excuse me (laughs) i want something (laughs) that's crazy okay so kate yes who are your celebrity crushes yeah Ooh, currently currently in the past in the future so currently currently i would say my two biggest are J-Law and Gal Gadot. Mm. Oh, who isn't in love Seriously. with Gal Gadot, though? I know. I mean, like, I feel like she's one person that, like, a straight girl could have a crush on and, like, not be gay, and it would be okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Like, <laughs> she's she is a goddess. She really is. Literally. Truthfully. There was this one interview that I saw of, um, oh, what's her name? Kate McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Another Kate and uh she's a cool kate too she's a great kate um <laughs> also she was gay. on jimmy fallon and she was like talking about this one time that they're all at dinner and she's just like i want everybody in the in the uh i want everybody around the table to say one thing that they've never told anybody <laughs> and like they are they're all just like this is a really weird question but i feel compelled to answer it and then they did <laughs> It was wild. Like, this is like the SNL cast or something like that. Yeah, they have, they do cast dinner. Yeah, cast dinner before. And it yeah. was, it was on Tuesday wild. night, I think. I think so, I think yeah. It's Tuesday, because I've watched this interview a couple times. <laughs> Kate McKinnon is wearing like all red. <laughs> I love Kate McKinnon. I do too. Yeah. Anyway. She's definitely one of my celebrity crushes because she's just so freaking funny. Yeah. True. So funny. Like, one of my favorite skits of hers is... With Gal Gadot. That was a good one. Oh, the Gal Gadot one was really... The one where they kiss. Like, that one. <laughs> yes. The one where they're on the island together. Yeah. Um, no, oh, it gosh. was... The, uh, the, the one that I'm thinking of is um, the one where they where she gets abducted. Have you guys seen that one? No. It, like, I think the first one... Wait, where one, Kate gets abducted? Well, it's... Or Gal? It's Kate and then Ryan Gosling. Oh. And then one of the other cast members that I can't think of her name right now. I don't know. But like Ryan Gosling and the other cast member, they're just like, oh yeah, it's like, it was like being enveloped in a, in a blanket of light and, and like happiness. And she's like, well, that definitely didn't happen to me. I woke up with my pants off. Uh, and all the aliens just kind of looking at me. Oh my gosh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, seen, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. You yes. know what I'm talking about. Yes. And it's <laughs> honestly like one of the funniest sketches that I've ever seen. Like everybody in that entire sketch breaks at least yeah. once, even Kate herself. <laughs> and it's so, it is funny. so funny. <laughs> okay, so Gal Gadot and J-Law. 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 And so confession. Yes. I think I my first female crush that i had was probably on taylor swift back when i didn't like taylor swift 
but I had dreams about her. It was very G-rated. Like, I think we held hands a few times. Aww. It was just, like, super That's cute. Precious. And then, like, I still thought I was straight because, like, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I wasn't gay because, like, you know, that's bad, right? Oh, of course. Being gay is the worst. And, yeah. And I just always had dreams where I'd, like, hold hands with Taylor Swift. And we'd be, like, BFFs and, like, big together. And I'd just be like, what are these dreams? I don't even like Taylor Swift. And so. I've actually had a similar so dream about Matt Healy. Who is the lead singer of nineteen of the nineteen seventy five? Where, but instead of like holding hands and stuff, we were like best friends. Mm-hmm. Like we like met up in San Francisco or something, and we were like That's in his. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we're just like at it, like this villa or something that he had there, and it was wild. And he was like, "Hey, Aninu, I want to invite you to my next concert or something like that." And it was like. <laughs> It was wild, and I loved it so much. Um, but he's not actually one of my celebrity crushes. Currently, I mean, like, my forever celebrity crush is Ryan Gosling. Or not Ryan Gosling. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And also hot. Um, yeah. uh, I'd also probably say Niall DeMarco. Do you know who he is? Yes. No. You know, you know what he is. Mm-hmm. So he was on um, America's Next Top Model, uh, but he's deaf. That's so cool, right? And actually, and he he ended up winning, and he um he says that like part of it is because like through like sign language and stuff, he knows how to like express his body the best. Mm. So like whatever the photographer is like, oh, do this or do this, um, he can just like pick it up and just like do it extremely well yeah I that's bet. cool anyway so he won america's next top model and then he went on um dancing with the stars and he won that too a deaf person winning dancing with the stars wow dang and and this is the kicker he is super hot like i'm not even kidding and super thoughtful <sighs> He's like the ultimate crush in my mind. <laughs> He's mm. smart and handsome and great. Period. Cute. Mm-hmm. Back so when cute. I was straight, yeah, I used yeah. to have like Emily Blunt movie marathons because like I thought she was awesome. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it was like actually a crush. So <laughs> right. I'd just be like, oh, I'd love to be best friends with like Emily Blunt. That'd be so cool. Like, let's have a movie marathon. And my sister would be like, why do you like Emily Blunt so much? I'd just be like. Oh, because, like, she's cool, you know. Like, that's it. Did you have any... Abby, did you have any celebrity crushes? Uh, like, while you were younger? Um, I think the proposal made me fall in love with both Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> fair. Yeah, I agree. I think that is very fair. And then, also, when I was straight... um. I definitely had a crush on Elizabeth Olsen, but just like was like girl crush. I love her in all these movies. I just want to be her best friend. Yeah, I want to be her best friend or be her or whatever. Yeah, she is so pretty. Um, Still, my celebrity crush. I love her. And I'm trying to think of. I don't know, actually, right now. But, like, Ryan Reynolds and, like, they both have state. I just am in love with Ryan Reynolds and Elizabeth Olsen. Mm-hmm. I love them. Ugh. Honestly, like, 
huge thing for me is humor. Like, if they're not yeah. funny, then, like... Go away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see you. Just go away. Um, I was just thinking in high school, I was probably, like, super into... You know Tyler Posey? He's... I don't know. The lead in um, Teen Wolf. Oh. Like, he's the, he's the <laughs> main sister. character. I had a crush on him, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I definitely did not watch that. He, like, it was great. <laughs> Or like Dylan O'Brien, who's like his friend on the show too. They're just they were they were really funny together, and I thought that was that was cute. I believe you. But yeah, that was that was probably like a crush I had in high school. I can't like think. I was like trying to think of like a celebrity that contributed to my sexual awakening to being gay. Mm. I couldn't think of anything. Okay, so the forum. Yes. Um, maybe for people who like don't know about the forum. Um, tell them a little bit what the forum was and like what the goals were of the forum. Mm-hmm. Sure. So for the past like eight months, um, I've been part of a group of students and administrators at BYU who have been working together to better the lives of LGBT plus students on campus. And one of the things we really wanted to do is hold a BYU wide panel. Mm-hmm. Um, because that had never happened before. There was one from NAMI last year, but this was like from BYU just to like open up the conversation and to show other people that were like in the closet or whatever, like, hey, you're not alone and you do belong at BYU. Mm -hmm. And to show other people like, hey, like these people exist. They're not demons. Be nice. Be allies. Be aware that this is happening and help us start this conversation. Mm -hmm. So... Um, it was a few Thursdays ago, and we had one in the morning and one in the evening. And it was me and three other panelists. We had an L, a G, a B, and a T. That was the L. <laughs> wow. And we took a lot of audience questions and just answered them. Right. Um, and it was really cool because we had, um, like, big rooms for the panel, and then we had an overflow room, and they were each full. Like, it was, like, standing room only in right. both of them. It like, was insane. I think um, I, I went to the second one, the one at night, and one of my friends came at, like, it started at 7, and he got there at 7.04, and the the main room and the, over, and the first overflow was already full, and he couldn't find the building for the second overflow, so he's just like, ah, just text me the highlights. And it was, like, honestly, like, it was a very, very good forum, I thought. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Absolutely. It was really good. Um, let's see. So, you had mentioned that there are, there were two different, uh, like, sessions, I guess, of the yeah. forum. Um, did you notice any, like, differences between the two forums? Mm-hmm. Or, like, um, maybe major themes that were that were more present in the first one and not in the second and vice versa? I felt like the second forum was more real and the questions just felt more real and I was not prepared for those questions at all. Like I typed out like some notes, like I'll probably get asked like these questions or here's some general notes. It's on the first forum. I was like literally like looking at the paper and like checking off things that I was saying. And in the second one, like I didn't use my paper like at all because like I was not prepared for any of the questions, but I felt like it was really good. And helps me be more real. Right. I think, like, especially in um, uh, in a forum like that, like, it, it's super important to be, like, very genuine. Because if people just kind of picked up on, like, some kind of 
lack of uh how do you say lack of genuineness yeah mm-hmm. then they would have kind of been put off by that but i think it's i think it's good it's great yeah um so i have a question i need to ask you about rainbow gate what ooh. is that rainbow gate rainbow tell gate. everyone about it's rainbow like, gate it's like Watergate, but like rainbow gate like a big scandal oh, okay and like the gate part is spelled like g-a-y-t of course it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and when we got the panel approved and um, we had basically a week to advertise like when we got like posters and flyers and everything right and so at first the first draft of the flyer was like all of the information on like a pastel rainbow background and it was like super cute but then we ended up that weekend having almost a four-hour discussion both over like messenger and then we met as a group about can we actually have something rainbow on a flyer for an lgbtq and ssa forum and it was really tough discussion we were all like super frustrated because you're like this is LGBTQ, like, you know, rainbows. Like, why can't we have just, like, a little rainbow pattern on the bottom? Like, a little border, you know? Like, not mm-hmm. even the rainbow yeah. flag. Yeah. Or, like, even, like, a little rainbow icon. Yeah. Like, at the bottom, know. yeah. I mean, like, there was, like, that huge rainbow in the bookstore window because, like, you know, St. Patrick's Day. And, mm-hmm. like, the Color Run Flyers, they had rainbow. But, of course, like, BYU, if you have, like, LGBTQ, you can't have rainbow because then that means you're, like, condoning the gay lifestyle. <laughs> which means, that I guess, you become the spawn of Satan. Like, you, like, leave the church and stuff, which, like, I don't think is true. Yeah. Like, sure, some people do, but, like, I like rainbows. I'm not, like, a huge rainbow gay, <laughs> but I do like rainbows. And I understand, like, it's part of the culture. And, like, hey, I'm still at BYU, living the honor code, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, yeah. it was really frustrating because we debated, like, you know, we need to send a message that, like, this is okay. These students are okay. Like, we can have, like, a tiny, colorful border. And after a bunch of discussion, we talked about how we didn't think the campus as a whole was ready for that. Mm. And we wanted, like, the super closeted gays to feel safe coming. Like, whoa, they're not trying to take away my testimony. We didn't want all, like, the haters to rip down flyers or mm-hmm. complain to you know, higher-ups outside of BYU, like, BYU's, like, trying to host a pride parade, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the flyers, they were classy, but they were just blue. Right. Um. So I am proud of them now, but, like, it, it just kind of saddens me that BYU's not ready for that. You know, we have to go so slowly. Mm-hmm. You know, how many universities... Like, um, at, one, at what university would that have sparked a four-hour conversation about why adding a rainbow? Yeah, why we can't or why we can. That is that is kind of ridiculous, in my opinion. Yeah, and, like, what other big university does not have, like, like an LGBTQ resource center or something on campus already? Yeah. So, you know, I'm glad about the progress we're making, but it's still, like, tiny steps. Right. Mm-hmm. So you feel like the forum was um, a tiny step to, like, where you want to be. And I know that in the forum you had talked about, like, one of the questions at the end was where you see BYU in the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
I liked that question and I thought that was cool. And I was wondering if you could answer it again of since you were just talking about like you we feel like we need big steps like we in the LGBT community are like gasping for (laughs) big steps to be made but we're making tiny steps and that's okay um but anyway so like where I guess you could do five or ten years or whatever maybe Mm -hmm. more of the big you know like those would be like big steps you know well, I do want a resource center. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, so the thing I don't understand is BYU and, like, the church, they're all like, you can be gay, just, like, don't act on it, and, like, you're totally fine. It's like, yeah. okay, cool, like, whatever, but show me how. Like, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just kind of like, you know, suppress the identity, but, like, oh, you can be okay, just, just don't do anything gay, but they don't really, like, have answers, so I'm like, why do they not have something BYU specific, like some mm. resource center specific to the church and all these people? Right. Like there are so many like youth suicides because of like how harmful the culture is. And so like if you want to get some resources, you have to go outside of BYU. And like there's some really great ones like in Circle and like I feel like okay with like my spirituality there and like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm Mormon and I'm gay. And they're just like, oh, we love everyone and it's yeah. great. But, like, also, then you're going to get people finding other things that, you know, the church probably wouldn't approve of. So I'm like, why do they not have this Mm. for the people that want to stay in the church and who are LGBTQ or SSA? Mm -hmm. Why do they not have this? Like, I feel like we need some sort of club or support group. We need a resource center. Mm-hmm. We, I really want like a big marketing educational push to Mm. show like, hey, you can be an ally. Like, gay is okay. And there are people here, and don't be stupid. You know, be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, that would be amazing. Yeah, definitely. And I'm on that last one. I feel like individually professors have definitely been pushing for that. Yeah. Like, in my psych class when I took it, oh, how long ago was that? Like, <laughs> like a year and a half ago or something? Um, my professor just kind of, we were talking about sexual orientation, and um, he kind of just made like he went over the statistics and he's like some like conservative to consist uh conservative statistics say one percent and like more liberal ones say ten percent so i mean we can just kind of average that out and just say five <laughs> so five percent of the general population is lgbtq or identifies as such so when i ask this next question keep in mind that five percent of your peers in this class are probably lgbtq Hmm. and then he asked like if you were an elders quorum president or relief society president or a bishop and someone like came out to you as lgbtq what would you say to them or ssa yes what would you say to them and like there were there was a couple of discussions and stuff that was happening there was one girl that was like i would tell them that i love them but immediately state what my belief is and i'm like and then like i'm just kind of sitting there like heart's pounding already because i'm just like should i say something and then i heard that and i was just like nope yeah i need to say something (laughs) so i raised my hand and then he's and then he called on me called me art oh instead of otter (laughs) Um, close very close close. but no cigar yeah uh we don't smoke here (laughs) true it's byu (laughs) um Anyway, so he calls on me, calls calls me art, and then and I was just like, yes, yeah, so I'm one of the five percent, um, and 
this is these are my thoughts and then i explained the story of like my elder scorn president when he saw my facebook post and he like really we, we had we had like a really good heart to heart and it was really nice but uh yeah i just kind of shut that whole thing down and be like come from a place of love don't yeah. don't come from a place of needing like, to you, state your beliefs yeah it's just like i need to state my know. belief because yeah. i mean they already know that yep yeah we already know that anyway yeah Wow, cool. Sure. So, um, what impact do you think the forum mm-hmm. will have slash has had? Well, for me personally, like a bunch of people came up to me after and they were like, wow, I had no idea. This is really cool. Like mm-hmm. I felt the spirit. I learned so much. And there are also a few other people that like came up to me after and they're like, you know, I thought I was alone. Like I do identify this way and it's good to know that there are others. I thought for me the most powerful moment was when Liza asked at the end if anybody identifies as this way and would feel comfortable standing um, to please stand. And there were a bunch of people in the varsity theater that stood Mm -hmm. up, and I didn't even know half of those people. I was just like, look at this. Look at this. And I feel like at BYU, because there is no, like, official group or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, that there are a bunch of different, like, gay factions, like the HFAT gays, the North Star gays, the USGA gays, like, whatever. And we're all just, like, separated. And I hope that this can start to build a real community with all of us. And I think that that's something I really want to happen. And I feel like also it's opened the conversation. Like, people have been talking to me about it afterward. Mm -hmm. And we did make it into the trip. And I feel like it's good publicity so that BYU won't shut this down and yeah. that we can like continue this conversation and really work toward those big steps that will, you know, help people and even save lives. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely yeah. think that like the working group and like the uh um the panel definitely has like a good impact just because like I I just always think of like those freshmen or like those transfer students that just think they're just like, Oh, it's BYU, they don't have a gate. They don't have an LGBTQ SSA center. Mm -hmm. They don't have anything. So I'm just going to go at it alone. And then, like, something happens or, like, they they just get super stressed out. And it just – it helps to have a community. And I think that's, like – USGA has been trying to kind of fill that void, but it's just not possible by ourselves. Like, we we do need the backing of BYU for for any group, really. It'll show, you know, like, the straight people that that this is valid. You know, yeah. if there's no group on BYU, then obviously BYU doesn't support gay people, so why should I, as a non-gay student, support gay people? Mm-hmm. But once BYU really comes out and says, like, hey, these people exist, then we'll see real change, I yeah. feel. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That will definitely... I think that would cause and enact a lot of changes, mm-hmm. for sure. So, um... They had, I know that you had like a little wrap up type of statement at the end, but were there any questions that you had like prepared for and kind of like wanted to be asked at the panel, but it they weren't asked? Mm, I kind of wish that they would have asked something about like dating and marriage more. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I feel like it would really help open people's minds. Like I understand why they didn't because that's risky. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like. I told the, I'm like, Steve and Liz, like, if you get any questions, like, I'm, I'm willing to answer them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there were, like, so many questions submitted, so I don't yeah. think they were purposefully necessarily, like, not. 
but I wanted to talk about like, hey, you know, if like the church came out, like, you know, at general conference, it was like, you can gay date. Like I would try and set up like two dates by the end of that weekend, you know, like (laughs) I do want to date and I do want to get married, but also I love my savior and Mm -hmm. I won't do anything that will make me feel guilty in front of him. Yeah. So it's like really hard because I'm not just like, Hey, like, you know, I'm gay, like cool. Like I want to be single. And like for people of whatever orientation, if they want to be like, cool, that's awesome. But Mm -hmm. like me, I don't want that if, I don't have to. Mm-hmm. And I wish, I feel like some people don't understand that. Absolutely. I think that would have been really eye-opening for people because I think that's a hard, that's a hard place to be. Like a really, really hard place to be and really ambiguous to be so devoted to like your uh, sexual orientation and also so devoted to your religion that... Right. Um, so, um, what's the opposite of promote? Um, demote? demote? I don't know. Just like, it, yeah, I mean, that, it that just so, <laughs> <laughs> it, it just tries to, um, erase your experience, you know, mm-hmm. as a detract gay person. From... De- yeah, detract yeah, from it and really good. just like mm-hmm. deflect the, those hard questions where you're like, I want companionship and I want love in oh. my life. Anyway, I think that. <laughs> that is a really hard place to be at and i think that the more that we talk about how hard that is and how painful it is and it is Mm -hmm. painful for your spiritual life it's painful for your social life it's Mm -hmm. painful in so many aspects that um you know hopefully we can have more answers for that pain or answers to help get rid of that pain because I think it is so apparent in our community and it's hard and we need we need more help, like you were saying. Like we mm-hmm. need more resources and more answers of show me how. Okay, one last question. And um so I'm feel like I'm noticing hmm I or I feel like I noticed at the panel like maybe that for the like ease of everyone else understanding or maybe to um almost i don't know i don't know really why but um i sense there's probably like a certain amount of like censorship that the panelists had to uh go through before they like said things Mm -hmm. to answer questions that were difficult or that would um just be like maybe maybe painful or maybe just for whatever reason you know need to like change a little bit the way that they would answer Mm -hmm. and i'm just wondering um like if you feel like you were if like you were experiencing that of like this desire to censor for whatever reason and if that was like positive or negative for you yeah this is a good question so i feel like for me my goal going in was to really help people understand and like you know get that empathy going Mm -hmm. so i wasn't afraid to talk about like the hard Mm -hmm. experiences like hey guys guess what i want to date and you know the church says no so like i'm kind of between a rock and a hard place i feel like a lot of people don't understand that for them it's either like black or white because this is what i used to be like you know gay is all bad they'll be fine being single or whatever and that's really not true Mm -hmm. and 
So I feel like I was really careful with my words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to make sure that BYU approved of this so we could do yeah. more. So we had to be very careful not to say anything that would insinuate that BYU was bad or whatever. We talked yeah. about like the hopes we wanted in the future, but we didn't talk about like BYU is terrible right now for not doing any of this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so what we were saying was definitely the truth. I feel like we weren't so censored on the truth so much. Right. But we just wanted to make sure that nobody would read into it anything that would be condemning toward BYU or the church. Mm-hmm. So we were very careful with our words, but it was still the truth as far as I know. Right. Yeah. And I've had a, I've sense. had a similar kind of experience doing panels for USGA yeah. mm-hmm. where someone will ask me a question and... I, w- I won't censor, really. I, it'll be more like... They're just more careful. I, I'm very much more careful and kind of formulate it in a way that they that they want to hear, mm. almost. Right. That they're like... That it's just kind of the thing that they're expecting, That almost. they understand. That they understand, yeah. Like, I get that a lot with questions about, like, how do you maintain your spirituality when faced with your sexual orientation um and like i have a lot of thoughts about that but i just kind of feel like in that sometimes in that atmosphere it's better to just kind of be like to not mince but to just kind of say something else i can't i can't really put it into words really but i can i definitely feel like when i answer questions like that it's just kind of like not 100 percent the truth not what you'd write in your journal not what i'd write in my journal exactly. absolutely yeah. and i feel like parts of it like i feel like some people thought i came off as like really churchy and other people thought i came off as like not churchy at all oh really and i feel like i'm kind of in this weird balance mm-hmm. um where people don't know like how to classify me or whatever <laughs> because i talked about how like my relationship with my savior and the gospel is really important and like i pray mm-hmm. and read my scriptures every day also, I don't go to church every week because mm-hmm. that's really hard for me. Yeah. And, like, I do really want to date. And, you know, if things change, that I would go and date. Mm-hmm. And, honestly, um, if I feel like God would be okay with it, I would date. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people have a hard time wrapping their heads around, like, oh, somebody who, you know, like, I came off. I told them that when I was growing up, like, you know, I was a kid that knew all of the primary answers. and. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, like, the super most perfect Mormon, Molly Mormon or whatever. And I still feel like I'm the same person, but it's not really black and white. It's, like, all yeah. gray. And yep. so I feel like people may have seen that as ingenuine, but, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, the gospel's really important to me, but also, like, I want to date. Hmm. I think, and this is just kind of my personal opinion, but, like, I don't I don't know why people would be so bothered by that. Like, I don't know why it has to be a dichotomy between oh, you're like 100% in the church or 100% out of the church. Right. Like I've talked with my I've talked with my dad um about this a, a bit. He's a he's a YSA bishop and he's been having a lot of experiences with the homosexuals. <laughs> um that's literally all we talk about nowadays. <laughs> um, uh but yeah, no, he, we just talked a lot about like the dichotomy and like how a lot of people kind of see it like inside and outside of the church kind of see it as like a black and white thing of being like 100% in the church and believing everything and like not talking about certain things or 100% out of the church and like 
right and and like trying to bring it down basically mm-hmm. <laughs> um but really most people are like gray where they're just like they have trouble with some things in the church but they they still love it or they're out of the church but they still respect it and they still like really do love it for other reasons mm-hmm. like there there's just always such a big emphasis on like and, and it kind of factors into the whole groups of like church gay and like not church gay in between right and it's just like just let people live their lives like that's just that's such like a cliche thing to say but like i, I just feel like that's but like it's a, true yeah it's just like a big thing just live let people live how they want to yeah <laughs> yeah i agree okay and a final final question final final question <laughs> otter you can do the honors oh is this the uh oh this is arguably the most important question of this entire entire interview oh good how do you how do you eat your fries <laughs> okay so yeah. back to things i don't like <gasps> i'm just kidding um, oh. i don't really oh, like french fries i'll okay. only eat the waffle fries at chick-fil-a or curly mm. fries at arby's and only okay. sometimes okay hmm. but um i eat them with ketchup you eat them with do you ketchup dip the ketchup do you like pour ketchup on top Oh, I dip them into ketchup. Sometimes I make my own fry sauce with, like, ketchup, oh. mayo, and barbecue sauce. Yeah. Oh, with barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that one. It's yeah. really good. Um, So I only eat fries on occasion, and that's it. Nice. I don't dip them in my milkshakes. I don't oh, eat them plain. So, I mean, that, that's pretty... Pretty lawful. That's pretty standard. That's, that's lawful good. Yeah. 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 With the... I think we've actually defined that before too, with a lot with lawful good with dipping fries. Yes. I actually um, just a really quick story. I was having dinner with one of my friends, and I told her about the fries question, and then she's just like, "Oh, I, mm, you're not gonna like this, but I'm a little weird." And I'm like, "Okay, what?" And then she's just like, "I actually get like those ketchup packets." And then put ketchup individually on each fry before I eat them. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, you do not. That and takes she's a like, lot of time. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't have time for that. Yeah, me either. I just like want to eat them as soon as, you know. Like if she, if she said that if she's like in the car and she's like scarfing them down, then she'll just, <laughs> she'll, she'll get the ketchup packets and like squirt it all over <gasps> the fries. So like chaotic good, right? Ugh. Um, I could does she get like ketchup on her fingers or does she eat it well, with the yeah, Probably. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> but no. um yeah, she said that if she has if she's like has the time, she'll like go through and like put ketchup on each fry. Wow. How do they stay like, warm? They don't. You have cold fries. <laughs> that's the worst. I mean power it's to wild. Her, right? Yeah. But cold fries are the worst. Yeah. They're I don't so eat cold bad. fries. Me either. either. Mm-mm. No. Anyway. Thank you guys so much for listening to our wonderful podcast. And thank Heck you, and Kate. Thank you, Kate, thank so much you. for being on here. So Heck fun. And gay is great. Everybody <laughs> should listen to all the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> listen to every episode. Binge watch them like you would binge watch uh, House of Cards on Netflix. Binge Not listen. Not sponsored. Subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> Subscribe on like iTunes. Like on Facebook. On SoundCloud. We do now have a Facebook page. Uh, if you go to facebook.com slash gay. You will find us. You can, you can also just, just search Heck and Gay. You can also probably just search Heck and Gay and you'll find it. <laughs> Do that instead of trying to friend Abby. 
<laughs> yeah. Speaking of friending Abby, you can follow me if you want on Instagram and Twitter at Easter A R E N U I S T E R. Um, I'm plugging myself because one of my friends said to. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Um, anyway. And if you know me in real life, ask me if you can follow me. <laughs> <laughs> and Kate, if you want to, you can plug yourself as well. Uh, I'm no. Okay, it <laughs> works. <laughs> anyway, uh, follow us on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, I guess we're going to sign out now. So uh, God bless America. And God, and God bless, bless the, the gays. gays.